0: Chapter nineteen of the Exploits of Juve by Marcella Lane and Pierre Suvestra. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter nineteen The Englishwoman of Boulevard Inkerman To sum up what I have just learned. Juve was seated at his desk, and those who knew the private life of the great detective would assuredly have guessed that he was gravely preoccupied. He was trying to extract some useful information from the notary's visits some hints essential to the investigation he had taken in hand, and that, at all hazards, he meant to pursue to a successful termination. The task was fraught with difficulties and even peril, but the triumph would be great if he could succeed in putting the bracelets on the genius of crime, as he had called him to his friend Fandor. Lady Beltham had gone to visit Garin. She was an astute woman, after all, and knew how to get her own way. There must have been powerful motives which urged her to write that confession what were those motives remorse no a woman who loves has no remorse fear probably but fear of what juve without being aware of it had just written on the paper of his notebook the ill-omened name which haunted him Fantmas. why of course Fantmas killed lady beltham and killed her in the house of dr Chaleck, an accomplice and lupart a third accomplice got his mistress to write to me, and I believed the denunciation. Loupart got us to dog him, led me unawares behind the curtains in the study, and made me witness that Chaleck was innocent. Oh, the ruse was a clever one. Josephine herself, by the two shots she received some days later at La Boissière, became a victim. In short, the scent was crossed and broken. The detective snatched up his hat, saw carefully to the charges of his pocket revolver, then gravely and solemnly cried it is you and I now fantmas upon which he left his rooms juve and fandor were entering a taxicab to neuilly church cried juve to the driver and now my dear fandor you must be thinking me crazy as less than two hours ago i sent you off to write an article and here i am taking you away from your paper and carrying you away in this headlong fashion but just listen to the tale of this morning's doings chuve then gave a full account of maitre Guerin's visit and wound up by saying it is through lady beltham that we must unearth that monster Fantmas." that's all very well replied fandor but as the lady is dead how are we going to set about it by reconstructing the last hours of her life we are now on our way to lady beltham's residence boulevard inkerman and what are we to do when we arrive there i shall examine the house Which is probably empty and you are to pump the neighbors to ask questions of the tradespeople i should attract too much attention if i were to do this myself and that is why i dragged you away from your work some moments later the taxi pulled up at the corner of boulevard inkerman the house is number said juve as he took fandor by the arm bless me you remember the house It is the one in which i arrested gurn three years ago that famous day he came to see lady beltham disguised as a beggar the two friends soon found themselves at their destination through the garden railing which was wholly covered with a dense growth of ivy the two saw the house which now looked very dilapidated it doesn't look as if it had been inhabited for a long while said fandor that's what we want to make sure of go and make your inquiries fandor left his companion and made his way back to the commercial section of Nue. He stopped, opposite a sign which read, Gardening done. Anyone there? he inquired. An old woman, standing in the doorway, came forward. What can I do for you, sir? If I'm not mistaken, it was you who attended to Lady Beltham's garden? Yes, sir. We kept her garden in order, but my husband hasn't worked there for several months, as Lady Beltham has been away. I heard she was coming back to Paris, and called to-day but found the house closed up oh i am sorry lady beltham's an excellent customer and madame raymond also bought flowers of us madame raymond she is a friend of lady beltham her companion it is now close to a year that madame raymond has been living with her oh a very pleasant lady a brunette very elegant and not at all proud fandor thought it well not to seem astonished oh yes of course he cried Madame Raymond, I remember now. Lady Beltham's life is so sad and lonely. True, true, the woman replied, and lowering her voice, and then, what with all these tales of noises and ghosts? The house can't be too pleasant to live in, eh? Fandor pretended to be well posted. People still talk of these incidents? Oh, yes, sir. Fandor did not venture to press the subject, and taking leave of the worthy woman, he made his way back to the boulevard as soon as juve caught sight of him in the distance he ran up eagerly well well juve what have you found out during my absence in the first place that it is exactly sixty-four days since lady beltham left Neuilly. i discovered this by the dates on a lot of circulars in the letter-box i also had a talk with a butcher's man and learned that lady beltham had a companion oh i was bringing you that same news this madame raymond is young dark very pretty can you guess who she is? Fandor stared at Juve. You mean Josephine. It's perfectly clear. We know Lady Beltham wrote a confession, that Fantmas suspected this and murdered her to get hold of it, and further, that in this murder Loupart was involved. Josephine was introduced to Lady Beltham by Fantmas, a spy going there to betray the great lady and possibly entice her later to the Cité Frochot. Let us make haste, lad, we thought we had to follow the trail of Lupart and Shalek, but we mustn't lose sight of Josephine. She may be the means of helping us to the truth. End of chapter nineteen